Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's time to wake up with a nice cup of morning roast. Featuring the Fillmore's finest, Monte Hill. The pride of the Excelsior, Joe Butcher Boy Shasky. You're listening to 95.7 The Game, the morning roast. them Niners how about those 10 and 3 Niners after losing through three straight coming out of the bye week we had no idea what team we were going to see in Jacksonville but what we saw was a dominant team 34 to 3 and five weeks later we're talking about the most valuable player in the league at Brock Purdy we're talking about possibly the coach of the year Kyle Shanahan we're talking about a team that snatched up the number one seed in the NFC yesterday we watched the team go 3-0 during their bird hunting tour. We got another bird on deck next week with the Cardinals. Then the Ravens on Christmas Day. And bird hunting's done. Well, maybe in the meantime. But this team is rolling right now. Rolling. Five straight out of the bye week, folks. As we say, good morning to everybody out there. Get out their graveyard shift. Good morning to everybody out there on YouTube and Twitch. Holding it down. We're seeing the numbers, man. Business is booming on YouTube. Of course, the Comcast Business Sex Line. All the graveyard shift workers, overnight dancers, garbage men, cops, highway patrols, Spinotti, love it. By the way, love it. Happy birthday, my man. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday to Sam Lovett and you, Joe Shasky. You was at the game yesterday watching Brock Purdy put on a clinic. You know what? My big takeaway yesterday, and we could talk so much about what happened with the Eagles and how the Niners have now beaten the Seahawks twice this year and last year, meaning they've beaten them back-to-back years, and Purdy's, what, 4-5-0 and against the Seahawks, and they also obviously beat them in the Imagine playoffs. Imagine that. 4-0 against the Seahawks. You know, beat. when I was watching the 2017 Warriors, I remember it was like, wow. We got KD, we got Steph, we got Clay, (laughs) we got Dre, we got Iggy. Like, it was an all-star team. That's what it felt like. And I remember watching Kent and Bonds, and it felt like with Jason Schmidt on the mound. Right. Wow, this is an all-star team. Right. That's what it felt like to me. Yep. You know? And so, with Ellis Burks or whoever you want, like, on that line. Sanders. (laughs) Exactly. And, like, I'm watching this team yesterday, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm going, Kittle. One of the top two or three tight ends in the game. Maybe the greatest Niner tight end ever. We'll see. Yeah. Debo. I mean, every team wishes they had Debo. Wow. Brandon Ayuk, only a top nine receiver this year in the NFL based wow. on yardage. I think he wow. could be higher than that when it's all said and done. <laughs> I'm watching Trent Williams. Maybe the greatest left tackle in 49er history. And you've got Bob St. Clair and Joe Staley and and, and so Steve many greats. Wallace. <laughs> Harrison Barton. Yeah, right. uh, Harris Barton, yep. excuse me. So many greats. And then uh, I'm looking at the other side. Bosa, Warner. I mean, are you kidding me? Dre Chase, Greenlaw. Chase Young now. Chase Young. We have talent everywhere. And Diameter Lenore. Like Diameter so, Lenore at the nickel. This guy's legit. And when I watch the Warriors, I go, is this the highest level of Warrior basketball I'm ever going to see? And I remember yeah. thinking that out loud right. in 2017. Probably. <laughs> Probably. There's not many NBA teams in the history of the game that could beat that 2016-17 well, Warriors team. And quite frankly, what, what drove me crazy was when I would listen to people come on air every day and kind of poo-poo. Well, the only thing that matters is can they win it all. Da, da, da. Right. 
And I was always like, can we just soak this in? Right. So as a Niner fan, I'm sitting here, I'm going, I want to soak this in. I don't know. Like, I know, Super Bowl right. or bust. You got to win. We know that. That's the goal. We obvious. already know that. We know to that. be one of the great teams no of doubt. all time or to be a great team, you got to go out and win a win ring. But for right now, I feel like I'm watching the best team in the NFL. And I don't know if this is the best Niner team ever, but it sure feels like one of the best Niner teams I've ever right. seen. And I would love for them to go out and do it. But while we're along the journey, just appreciate what we're watching. I mean, appreciate the fact that we may have three 1,000-yard wide receivers. George Kittle, all of a sudden, you look up, he's at 8-11. Brandon Ayuk just secured a second consecutive 1,000-yard season as a wide receiver in a run-first offense. Yesterday, Brandon Ayuk averaged 21 yards per catch. Come on. 21 yards per Come catch on, last man. week, uh, yesterday. On the season, Brandon Ayuk is averaging 18.8 yards per catch, Shasky. 18.8 yards per catch. That's, Chunk plays. That's like Deshaun Jackson numbers. <laughs> right? And we're playing Madden right now. I mean, come on. Then you get the Debo Samuel. That's Lynn Swan and, territory. And, and I remember a couple weeks ago, we had some callers and we had some YouTubers saying, oh, Debo, he's so great. He only has this, this, and that. Well, you look up, and Debo Samuel has 739 yards receiving, and he's averaging 16.5 yards per catch. 16.5. So your two wide receivers are averaging over 16 yards per catch. I mean, how, I, I, I don't. I got to look at data to see what duel has ever produced something like that your when it comes to yards per catch. But here's the thing: your eyes aren't lying to you. No, they're You're not. You're watching one of the great teams the Niners have ever assembled, and like on a day where they didn't even play their best game, they, no, they, they, they played like a B B minus game. They blew the doors off of Seattle and should have won by twenty. So they covered the original spread, which was ten and a half. <laughs> So they covered the original spread. If you got it at 14, sucks for you. Um, sorry. <laughs> you know, <laughs> got to get it early, baby. Had to get it in early. But listen, so so you get Christian McCaffrey. And they turned it over twice. They turned it over twice. It wasn't pretty, but no. the Ninja Games usually are pretty. No, I agree But you just you. beat Seattle for the fifth straight time. And Seattle, fifth straight time. And Seattle had the third, the three extra days yep. of rest, which, which matters to me. And they were desperate. Absolutely. They needed this game more than the Niners needed it. Well, the Niners could have lost this game and been good. I hate to look ahead. But boy, that that Seahawk Eagle matchup on Monday Night Football. I wouldn't sleep on on Seattle in that one. It's going to be massive. Philly's reeling right now. They're reeling with injuries. They don't have any linebackers. Their DBs are suspect. And Cunningham you comes know. back. He still looks weak. No, they, no, their linebackers stink. They have no linebackers. They can't stop the run. They can't get after the passer. They can't get after the passer like they did last year. They had over a 70 sacks last season. I don't even know if they're at 40 this year. They should have put up 40, Dallas. Dallas I mean, took the, yeah, they CD took the gas off the CD dropped one down the sideline that was, they should have walked into the end So zone. Philly's really, and you, you reap know, what you sow, and I, brother. And on the way in, Shaska, I heard you talk about the number one seed. I'm with you 100%. I want the Go number one Don't get the number one seed, because yeah. everybody's worried about, well, Philly and Dallas, you may have to play them second round. Here's how I'm looking. Here's how I'm looking at everything. Detroit's really too. That's the Lions may not win a playoff game this year. I'm they may saying, get their home playoff game and have to play Green Bay and get the doors blown off them at Ford Field because they're not playing good football. Totally so agree. you may play a Green Bay, an LA Ram team, a Tampa Bay Buccaneer team, an Atlanta Falcon team in the second round, and Philly and Dallas may end up having to play each other in the second round anyway. Give me the week off. Give me the bye week. Give me two home games totally at Levi's Stadium. Totally and then you now don't have to travel out to West Coast time zone. And I'll listen to the argument about matchups. But to me, when you're a physical run team, when yep. you're a physical defense, that week off matters more to you than maybe any other team. And think how fresh the Niners will be off that bye week, just like they were against Jacksonville. I mean, look at how hard they hit. Think about this team how, needs a yeah, week off. They need a week off. And think about having an extra week off with Kyle Shedahead 
sitting back for a week watching whoever he's yes, about to play. Absolutely. Oh, I could go do this, this, and that. Shanahan's game plan, his play calling has been up now. The end of the first half, I know we're not going to discuss it much. Well, it was a little strange with the three know, timeouts. I'm glad you brought this up. Like, let's let's nitpick a little because it was right. a great win for the Niners, but it wasn't perfect by any means. I didn't like the clock management, Shasky. So, okay, it's one minute to go, right? And the Niners get stifled. It was like a Debo Samuel slant where he gets chipped, and I, I couldn't tell if the timing was off. Purdy throws it behind and low. I don't know what happened on the play, but they end up punting, okay? They end up punting, and there's 106 on the clock. First play of the game, of, of, of they're at the eight-yard line. First play of that drive, excuse me. Drew Locke scrambles yep. out right, throws to mm-hmm. Smith and Jigba, and there's a penalty, and yep. they accept the penalty, yep. plus there's like a 10-second runoff. Right now, you had three timeouts, right. and I was thinking, well, they're at the eight. Call the timeout. Yeah, that's what Greg Olson on the broadcast was saying. I think every Niner fan seat. at home saying, "Okay, you yeah, got the same yeah, thing." Yeah, no, yeah, I was like, okay. "Call the timeout." You get fifty-five seconds left, yeah. and you burn a timeout, so you're good. But then, okay, you didn't burn it. Fine, whatever. They run a play. Well, you stuff them on second and thirteen, and there's twenty-three seconds left. So now it's a third and thirteen, yep. and you have three timeout. And all I was thinking was force them to punt here right. and get the ball back and take a shot. Right, and, and you would have had good field position because remember, Seattle's inside the 10-yard line. Absolutely. They may punt. You may get the ball at the 45-yard line, a couple timeouts to play, they a timeout. You might muff you it. Might you may block, block it. You may yeah. get a safety. You never know what may happen. But at the very least, you get good field position and maybe take a shot to get in the field goal range and get an th- extra three points. Now, here's what Shanahan yeah, said let's play about him. the situation. Because he's been brilliant on these when it comes to late. The double up. Yeah, the double up. At the end of the, the second no, quarter, we back the beginning and of the third quarter. And then I ended up... No, we went back and forth on it. And then I ended up not liking my decision. It's kind of right in between there. I had enough timeouts. Um, we, we said no, then we said yes. And then I was confused because when they did take the 10 seconds off and it was after an incomplete completion, I couldn't figure out why they were running it again. Um, none of us knew, uh, so it was just an unusual rule. So I just talked to the ref, and he said it is a weird rule, um, but that's how they do it. Even if it's a dead ball, you take a 10-second runoff, they can still start the clock. And once that started happening, and we were surprised by it, then we just let it go in at half. All right, this is a Monster Monday brought to you by First 5 California to learn four things you could do to overcome toxic stress. Go to first5california.com. Shanahan was confused here. He said the coaching staff was confused there. At the very least, just take the time out to stop the clock. So at least run on the field. Say, hey, hey, why's the clock running? Why's the clock running? If if they tell you, hey, you have to call a timeout, just burn it right there. So I didn't love the I didn't love the clock uh, communication there, the clock management at the end of the half, especially because Seattle got the ball coming out of the second half, and especially considering on a couple possessions prior, you hit a fifty four yard bomb to Debo. Right. And it just, it just, to me, it felt like they were vulnerable, and I wanted to see them attack, knowing they were going to get the ball to try to throw. Not the end of the world. Yep. He's been really good at it all year, and I actually appreciate the perspective of him admitting, like, yeah, I didn't like my decision. Transparency immediately. At like, least instead get, of getting yep. testy with the reporter, I just think Shanahan's in such a better spot as a coach right now than yep. he was even two or three years ago. And we've talked about this. He's in his early forties. He is still already one of the more seasoned coaches in the league. No Look doubt. at his age. Yep. Like, the guy has been through the wars and understands it. So there's nobody I would rather go to war with heading into this playoff than Kyle Shanahan. So, so, so especially in the NFC, yes. where you're going to have a Mike McCarthy. How does Sirianni's offense look without Shane Steichen? Nick Sirianni, they're struggling a little bit. They're struggling. Some of those play calls are playing scared. Look they're it. playing scared at Philadelphia. Dan Campbell. 
We all talked about it. Do you really want to take Dan Campbell in the game? And I think highly of Dan Campbell. I'm taking Shanahan all day long and twice on Sunday they, in the game over Dan Campbell. They've never, like, the only, the closest thing to a playoff game they've played is that final game of the year last Lambeau. year against, but yeah, they had nothing to Lambeau. lose. Yep. You yep. know, I mean, like, and I'm not trying to hate on them, but like, but they're pressing a little bit in Detroit. Detroit's a year away. Yeah. I don't think there's any like shame. Like, they've exceeded everyone's expectations, and we a, all were high on them. They may be a quarterback away. Uh, maybe, be, Who knows? maybe, like, you know, uh, we'll see. That's Detroit's problem, though. But, but, like, going back to the Niners and like where they stack up right now, like, name me a coach quarterback combo outside of McCarthy and Dak playing better complimentary football than Purdy and Shanahan. Nobody. And I'll, you know what? I'll throw. Stafford and McVeigh in that conversation. Uh, they got some things clicking okay. out there in L.A., but that was a tough loss for them. We'll see how they bounce back. But they are playing a lot better. They should have won that football game, to be honest with you, against the Baltimore Ravens. But they're playing well. I can't wait to see Love and LaFleur tonight against the New York Giants. And a Sydney player. And a Sydney player. But nobody's taking anybody in the NFC over Brock and Shanahan right now. No. Nobody. No. You'd be a fool, too. Nobody's taking a quarterback right now over Brock Purdy. He's 1-2 at damn near every stat. Passing yards, he's behind C.J. Stroud. Yards per wow. attempt, he's number one. Passer rating, he's number one. QBR is number one. I mean, this guy is playing at an elite level. That's my biggest takeaway, Shasky. This offense is as dynamic, if not more dynamic, than the 94 Niners. Well, I can't believe it. I mean, I know the, the explosive passing plays are going to take all of the, you know, the highlight packages. CMC, take out the 72-yard run. He still ran for 75 on 15 carries. I know. Come on. Tough yards. The guy's a stud. I mean, CMC is ridiculous. (laughs) And then there's CMC is becoming a Stephen Curry, where we just get bored with his greatness. We don't even mention, oh, CMC, 75, 145 yards rushing. Do you know that on 56 (laughs) targets this year as a passer, he's caught 52 of them? (laughs) Did you know that? That is an insane. He's 56 of 52. How? Yeah, I don't know. It's because of the quarterback. It's because of the play caller. It's, it's because of him. He's they the, have an embarrassment of riches. Dude, if they don't make the Super Bowl, they're going to oh, have I'll about be, eight Pro Bowlers. Be, I'll be really disappointed if they don't make the Super Bowl. But here, here's the thing on CMC. There has never been a player, even more so than Debo, there has never been a player more suited to run any play in Kyle Shanahan's offense more than does Christian everything. McCaffrey. Does he is the ultimate Kyle Shanahan player. Like there's n- name me a guy that you the history of the game. If I gave you all, maybe Marshall Falk, and even then, I don't know if Marshall's vision's as good as CMC's. And I'm not hating on Mar- right Marshall as an all timer. Yeah, it's all it's right there. The way he I mean, stutter right step there. patiently the and fact- then shoots back up the one cut step. The guy is unbelievable. No, he 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 is Marshall Falk. He's everything we thought Reggie Bush would be at this level. When Reggie Bush was coming out of USC, I thought Reggie Bush could be this version. Run between the tackles, catch the passes out of the backfield. It never came to fruition. Now, he was down there with uh, with Sean Payton in New Orleans, and they had you know Deuce McAllister and Pierre Thomas, and they had all these different backs. So when Reggie Bush became a bell cow in Miami, he actually had one of his better years of the career. But I thought Reggie Bush would be what Christian McCaffrey is today. That's what I thought of Reggie Bush. Christian McCaffrey is so much better in terms of route running, the motions that you could do, running between the tackles, the speed, the break. Even when he's breaking on that first one, it feels like he never got the top speed. And he's still on his way to the end zone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to see him with straight line speed. Who's faster, him or Debo? How many spin moves out of, like, where, like, three guys are about to wrap him up, he either stutters, shuffles, or spins out of trouble and then gets five or six yards where he has no business. There were two plays Greg Olson goes, 
I don't even know how he got two yards on yeah, that play. Since in awe. Also was in awe of Chris McCaffrey. I think we say this a lot, like generational talent. We just throw it out there. We we do it in all sports. Like like you heard a lot with Otani. Generational talent. Christian McCaffrey is, is the definition of generational yes. talent. Yes. He has no hole in his but, game. But you know what though? They have seven guys who are generational talents. Trent. <laughs> Trent Williams, generational talent. It was a talent. block Trent had where he just stopped after CMC went by him. Right. And he's just sort of like nodding his head in slow-mo. So, so gener- think about it. We'll go out to the lines in a second. The lines are lit up. We'll get to everybody. So generational talents on this football team alone. Trent Williams. Christian McCaffrey. It's unbelievable. Tebow Samuel's becoming that guy. George Kittle's becoming that guy at tight end. Nick Bosa. Fred Warner. <laughs> we'll see about the Elmer Lenore. We'll see, but I like what I see from number two. I do. Drake Greenlaw. Who else are we missing here? Brandon Ayuk? Ayuk's you got the best fullback in the game of Kyle Juszczyk. Bosa. Bosa. I mean. We're just, we just flippantly forget about Bosa every time. It's just, and this is um, it's unbelievable. Well, and I thought Hargrave had a really good game before he got hurt. So, so I mean, Drake Greenlaw's right there with some of the best linebackers okay. in football. And the other thing that we haven't talked about, their acquisition of Randy Gregory and Cleveland Farrell has paid off. Those guys have been good rotational pieces yep. for this team. Been, and then keeping Kinlaw on the roster, I didn't agree with. You know what? He's been really good. Look. He's been really good. Gregory and Cleveland Farrell haven't been as consistent. But you know what? In this rotation, it's, it's, now with Chase Young, it's perfect. It's what I'm saying. Early downs for Cleveland Farrell. He's setting the edge. Nobody's breaking containment. No. Cool. Randy Gregory, Randy Gregory, the last couple of weeks is starting to show up here, yeah. starting to flash on cam- on uh, on tape here. So I, I like what a 49ers getting, are at after beating I'm Seattle. getting Charles Amenihu like backup production right. from the combination. Jordan of the Willis, little Jordan yeah. Willis, little yeah, uh, Kerry Hyder for a couple absolutely. years ago. Now, I'll, I'll be honest, special teams is still kind of it, – it makes me pause. When I look at Dallas's kicker hitting – you know, 60-yard bombs easily. I go, I don't know if we have that in the bag, even though Moody's been really good. Ronnie Bell kind of scares me. That's the only thing I'm a little like. He kind of scares me as a returner. Love Debo as a kick returner. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ray Ray, get back. I could ill afford a Debo injury I, on a kick return. I hear you. You know what I'm saying? I, I think about Jay Lovato in Alabama coming out against Tennessee, breaks his foot or ankle, comes back for the national championship. I don't want my good players on return teams. No. I appreciate what you're doing, Debo. I, I get what you're doing. You're setting the tone, but I need you on offense. And this week is Arizona Super Bowl. Yes, Glendale, but there will be a lot of Niner fans. Oh, no down doubt. there in the Valley of the Sun. But this is this is Kyler's Super Yeah, Bowl. coming off a of bye week. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're going to bring every. They're going to empty out everything. I thought they were see. tougher the first match that we gave them credit for. No, they did. Josh Jobs played well in yeah. that game, and you know what? They have speed at the wide receiver position. So without Traverius Ward, you can ill afford to let Hollywood Brown. It's uh, who's it got? Marco Wilson at the other spot. I can't let these guys get behind you because they will complete some deep shots. And they're coming off a good win against Pittsburgh. Huge win. They dominated the Pittsburgh yeah, Steelers. Well, your boy Kenny Pickett. Yeah, we're Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, <laughs> let's go to the lines. How, uh, how is Mitch? Okay. I, I honestly got just for just how is Mitch Trubisky? Still in the league. How is he the number two overall pick? That's just unreal. How? He got his job taken at North Carolina. And we just did not even bring that up during this draft evaluation. He got his job taken at North Carolina. And I love you're gonna hear someone say, Well, huh? Trubisky could do what Purdy's doing. Like, you know, some idiot will say that somewhere. Who's he who's the guy from the Rigger? Ever heard? Was it Steven Ruiz? That was his name? I was thinking about him a lot yesterday, watching Brock Purdy. What's I'm not that? gonna lie. Because he's the guy who said if Brock Purdy leads the Niners to a Super Bowl, I will quit my job and I will forever leave the sports world. I think he should just do it now. If I just said to you, 
that Purdy was a third-round pick. Forget a seventh. Third-round pick. Wouldn't all the rhetoric be different? I think so. But he's not. Like, like at what he's point not, did no. we give in on Jokic? That, Jokic was a second-round pick. At that, what point did we finally, like, all right, Jokic is awesome? Yeah, last last season when he won a rig. It's the same way I feel about Purdy. Like, but, he passes all the eye but tests. But think about it, though. He was the last pick of the NFL draft. It's if remarkable. he wins a Super Bowl and an MVP award in the same season, I think it's one of the greatest stories in North American sport history. It's Kurt Warner, it's Tom Brady, and then it's Purdy. Or it's some combination. Hey, one of those. Let's squeeze in a call. Yeah. Gabe in Orange County. Gabe, what's happening? You're on the roast. Hey, what's up, Monte? What's up, Joe? So what up? Hey, hey, first of all, Joe, I've been listening all morning. Great job holding it down with Monte was out, man. Thanks, bro. I'm so proud of you. So young and precocious, full of wonderment. Uh, anyway, um, I wanted <laughs> I like to. That word. I wanted to say. <laughs> uh, I wanted to say um, there's another record that Brock Purdy um, also beat yesterday, and it's it's the completion percentage uh, games in a row. So before that, the record was six games in a row with 70 percent plus completion yep. done by Rogers, Breeze twice, Manning, and mm-hmm. Montana. Well, that's a good mm-hmm. Purdy had seven in a row. Yep. Now, I don't care what you think about QBR. It's like a weird stat, all that stuff. But completion percentage is how much you're getting the ball in your receiver's hand. Yep. He's done it seven games in a row at 70% plus. I mean, that's a, that's a literally verifiable metric. You can see it with your own eyes. He's an absolute monster. Like, he's – I mean, this is, it's crazy what, what's going on. I, I mean, are we are – we, it's just, I, I hate the hate he gets across the league uh, in the media. It's, like, it's insane. Well, that, that hate is starting to dissipate. There's not much to hate on anymore with this guy. And why would you want to hate a guy like this? That's the thing. That's the thing. As a, as a sports fan, when I saw him lighten up the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Bucks last year and Brady's on the other side, and you, you listen to Levi Stadium, you were there that day when they're chanting, Purdy, Purdy. Why would you hate a guy like this? How can you hate a guy like this who literally was sitting during the draft, not getting any phone calls, and then finally the phone rings? And it's John Lynch and Jed York and it's Kyle Shan Henderson. Hey, we're going to make you the last pick of the NFL draft. You cool with that? Cool. It's the last pick of the draft. Monte, it still doesn't even feel real. Like, <laughs> it hasn't even sunk in. Like, a little bit. They they hit a grand slam. They hit a grand slam. A grand slam. He's a third-street quarterback going into the season last year. And they deserve a ton of credit for sticking to their convictions and rolling with him. When everyone, yeah. and even myself included, was skeptical. Right. Garoppolo gets were. hurt. Garoppolo gets hurt. We're like, boy, we got to go to Purdy we now. We all were. And all he's done is shut us up and turned us into believers. Right. So I don't care when you believed. Just you have to at you some You have point. to believe. It's and, 22 and, games. And this guy's playing at an unbelievable. Yesterday he played like a statue guy. He played like a guy when it's all said and done that could be on the Mount Rushmore Bay Area sports athletes. That's how well this guy's playing. All right, we're going to break here. We'll take your calls on the other side. That's what's coming up. Brought to you by Fremont Bank, full-service banking, no compromises. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.